Ball Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Whitlock and the Vaughn, a fantasy basketball podcast presented by Fanball. I am Aaron Whitlock here, joined as always by John Kennard Vaughn. We're usually live on Periscope every Monday at 6, but due to some technical difficulties, uh, new setup here, we will not be live today, but the podcast will go up as scheduled at noon tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, You can tweet at us using uh, any questions fantasy-wise throughout the week using hashtag WATV, uh, or you can tweet directly at me, Aaron J. Whitlock, or JK at JK underscore the Vaughn. JK, it's an exciting week of basketball ahead. We're getting close to the All-Star break. I want to say that I think it's a blessing in disguise that there's no Periscope today because Al, Salty <laughs> Al, our producer, and Aaron have this facial hair tag team. They've, they cut their beards or they shaved their beards into this funky facial hair. Give you a, I'll give you a brief visual. So Aaron's got, what are the mutton chops? Uh, I would say Al is more of the mutton chops. Al's not the mutton chops? I would say yeah. those are the chops. It's like the big fat mutton chops. He's got so what we're doing here is we're, we're simulating Ehrlich Bachman from Silicon Valley. Yes. We have season, I'm season one. Yep. And I've got season four. Yeah. It's, uh, season four was the the one that just happened the, most the last year. So okay. latest one, yeah. When is that coming? We out? can put this up on Twitter. Okay. We can. We'll get you some some real visuals yeah. side by side. It's. Uh, I disagree. I think it's. A, we're doing everybody a disservice by the fact that they don't get to see these <laughs> these beauties. We're gonna have to keep this for a whole other week. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. We'll see it when it fills in. Because when you, I'm assuming you guys did this last night, right? Yeah, you I did didn't do this before the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's have it fill in and then really see what it looks like. This ain't getting much fuller than this. I'm basically just committing. <laughs> what you're telling me is I'm not going to have sex for a week because that's just not happening for me if I look like this. So You may get denied if you go go get lunch oh. or dinner. So we, you <laughs> we can't don't serve come your in kind here. here. <laughs> you can't come in here. It's a family environment, okay? you got to leave. Take your snake oil and go. <laughs> it might not be visible, but I just assume you're wearing jean shorts under whatever pants you have on there. Get out of here, you redneck. Oh, all right. Let's get into some studs and duds. JK, kick us off. Uh, okay, last full week, I think, right? Last full week last for the All Star break. Here. Yes. Next week is a short. Uh, last games are two games on Thursday. Next Thursday. Yeah, we'll do some fun kind of All Star break stuff for the next show. Just, yeah. uh, just to fill in because we're not going to have a ton to talk about. Uh, yeah, there won't be a lot of content. Actually, even a, even we already got a change. Uh, uh, Dan Jefferson who filled in when I was gone. Uh, Dan Jefferson's boy, Donovan Mitchell. In the Don Contest now. Which is, I mean, too bad that Aaron Gordon's not going to yeah. be there, but Donovan deserves to be there yeah. in the first place. Him and uh, Dennis Smith Jr.'s in it too, right? Yeah, a couple yeah. of rookies. That'll yeah. be fun. That's Some cool. high-flying high flying rookies. My God, those guys can jump. We should see... I'm just going to spitball in here, but do you think we could throw together like a quick, low-key fantasy competition for the All-Star game? Even if it wasn't on Fanball officially, just for the show, for the listeners? Just think about that. Think about putting together a fantasy game. Uh, just between a the skills Doc? competition... Yeah, like a good yeah, a Google Doc that would work. Put it out on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, between the that skills competition, the dunk contest, and the three point contest. So then, how would it work? The scoring system. Yeah, we'd have to come up with the scoring system. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get back on you uh, next week. Give us a little time to brainstorm. I, like I think we could put something together. It'd yeah. be kind of fun. I like that. All right, so I'll start it off here Tuesday tomorrow. Uh, here, studs. I got a. This pains me to say this, but and I'm wearing my Cavaliers quarter zip today. Evan Fournier stud, $5,100 versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, it's no secret that the Cavaliers have been spiraling out of control. And every time I watch them play, my stomach turns and is <laughs> disgusting. I actually didn't get a chance to watch any of that 
Houston game. The West Saturday the night was kind game. of, yeah. I was at a restaurant, like bar, and they had the, it was in New York, and they had the Rangers and the Islanders game on, one, two TVs. And they had the Rangers on one and the Islanders on one. So I was like, I feel like a dick asking, like, what game do I take off? They're both local teams. Right. How do you make that call? Like, someone could be watching them. I'm, I always hate to be that guy. So I was like, I'll, I'll fall out of my phone. And then I saw it was like 64, 32 at half. What was that half? They were down like 30 at half. Yeah, it was something along those lines. 54 to 30. Yeah. It was, and then I went, it was over at went half. went to a house party, and they had the, they were big. This house party uh, couple had were, uh, where the boyfriend was a big Pats fan. So he had on <laughs> NFL Network going, and with all the Pats highlights, they were doing – NFL Network was doing all Pats Super Bowls, I think, or all past Probably. Super Bowls or whatever. So they had that going. I was like, oh, I don't want to change that. God bless you, Philadelphia. God bless you. That was unreal last night. You see, uh, Embiid was at the uh, Junk Town TV. That was awesome. All right, sorry, we're getting off top. Getting back. Evan Fournier versus the Cavs. Cavs defense is terrible, the last in the defensive rating right now in the entire league. And they are the fifth worst team in fan ball, slowing down opposing shooting guards. So this is the fourth and final matchup against the Cavs between the Cavs and the Magic. And he's hit value. He's hit his value which is 28. He's hit it three out of four times against the Cavs. And so I like Fournier. He's only $5,100. I know it's kind of... Uh, yeah, Gordon's going to be out. For, yep, Gordon's out. That's right. Aaron Gordon's out. Uh, Hazonia and and Mo Buckets. Mo Spates have been kind of rotating as a starter, so I, I don't know how they're going to do that. Probably go Hazonia since Cavs are smaller lineup now. That would make sense. So, yeah, Fournier uh, without Aaron Gordon has been nice recently too, so I like him. $5,100 against the Cavs. A couple other guys look out for on Tuesday, uh, TJ Warren, $6,400. Uh, Booker was just ruled out for tomorrow with a hip injury. Yep. So his usage jumps up when Booker's out, and he's facing a Lakers team who's given up 40 fan ball points to opposing small forwards. Jordan Clarkson on the other side of that game, uh, $6,100. Suns are a bottom five team defensively, and again, Booker will be out. And then going back, I think Hazonia too. I like Hazonia, $3,600. He's gone 29, 25, 25 in his past three games. All those games have been without Aaron Gordon, and he only needs, what, $3,600? He needs 19. So he's been overvalued three straight three straight times. So. Yeah, he's hitting close to like eight-time value. He's been more consistent than most spades, who had like a real clunker for me yesterday. I think he scored like 12 points. Yeah. Or maybe it was Saturday. He, he does was... a lot of things. Like he rebounds. He dishes out sometimes. He's got, he shoots the ball a little bit better. He does, a little bit, he does things a little bit better than spades does. I totally agree. So those are my uh, those are four guys I'm targeting on Tuesday for studs. Duds, I'm going to go Dennis Schroeder dud against the Memphis Grizzlies. So Schroeder's production has kind of slowed down a bit over these past couple games. In his past three games, he's failed to eclipse 31 fanball points, and he needs 41 fanball points to be of value to you. And over his past 10 games, he's only gone over 41 twice. And the Grizzlies, pace-wise, are the slowest team in the league. I'm not sure if that's just a result of how they want to play or that's just a result of they're a bad team. They're, they're I don't know. Spare parts that are left over. Dear yeah. God. It's brutal. You look at that box going. It's like, I don't know, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. I mean, you're starting to figure them out now because you're looking at box scores every night. But, I mean, Jesus, that's just that's a, a team that's just ugly really collection like, of parts. Yeah. yeah. Misfit, toy, Misfit Island. And seriously, as you see like every night, it's just like, uh, this guy might be rolled out, this guy might be rolled out. And just like, who? the hell are yeah, these guys it's even ridiculous. like so it's they're like a d-league team for the so most the part grizzlies are benching evans until the trade deadline passes yep he's out conley's out for the year and they're the slowest team in the league i saw uh they're like 90 i think they're at like 90 
92, 93 possessions. Good Lord. So that's pretty pretty down low. Hawks are about 100 possessions a game. So uh, they're a slow team, and they're actually the second best team in fan, fan ball, slowing down opposing point cards. I'm I'm going to go ahead and uh, you know put one and two to two together that <laughs> slow pace equals point cards just aren't getting enough possessions there. So makes sense. Don't like Schroeder. He's seven thousand five hundred dollars versus Memphis Grizzlies on Tuesday. I'm going to lead into Wednesday with Aaron's boy Andre Drummond against yeah, the buddy. Brooklyn Nets, ten thousand eight hundred dollars. So uh, earlier in the season, he's coming off like he had a seven point thirteen rebound in the last game against the Nets, which was a little bit disappointing, but. The two times ago that they put he played the Nets, he put up 62 fanball points. He had tw- over 20 points and over 20 rebounds, and he's coming off another 20 20 uh, 20 point 20 rebound performance that resulted in 67 fanball points in his last game on Saturday. Three that t- was really impressive against Miami. Three 20 20s in his last six games. Yeah, he's been really good. He's cooking. Yeah, he is. Even he, you wanted to wait and see how he did or how he meshed with Blake Griffin, but it seems like neither of them are losing a beat. That's what I mean. We've only seen two games. We'll have another one tonight against Portland. But it's looking like right now, if you wanted to pay up and do a stack of Drummond and and Blake, it's looking like it might be a viable fantasy strategy. Neither is really taking a big hit so far. Yeah, and there's a couple value guys there that are nice too. Uh, Bullock for Detroit. Bullock, Langston, Galloway. Yeah. Uh, Monday, if we were live on Periscope, that would be helpful info. Uh, yeah. Both uh, bikes, and it looks like Kennard are going to be out tonight. So yeah. Uh, if those two miss any more extended time, Langston Galloway, somebody that, to look at three K sure. right now. For Bullock, sure. uh, Tolliver like, getting some run. Bullock's under what three? He's under four thousand, is he? Three six, three seven. Yeah, so I think three, three five, three six, six somewhere right there. around there. And uh, right now, Stanley Johnson's kind of been frozen at four seven for the moment, and that's not a bad price for him. They're going to have to continue to give him. He's been getting thirty plus yeah. minutes, and they're going to continue to have to give him those kind of minutes. So. Yeah, Reggie Bullock, three thousand five hundred right now. So. Uh, so yeah, I like Drummond Tuesday or sorry, Wednesday night. I love Drummond against the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets are the second to last team in fan ball, slowing down opposing big men. And the Nets will be also be in a back to back there too. So that's a good spot. For Even that. better. Good spot for Detroit and Drummond there. A couple other guys to target on Wednesday. I mean, can't hate Blake Griffin. Like you just said, stack them up. If you can stack them up, go ahead and do it. Uh, Brooklyn ranks 22nd in defensive rating. So and Blake's been fantastic with Detroit. Harden, his price has skyrocketed to $12,300. He had a bad game against the Cavs, which was really surprising. What, he only have 16 points? Yeah, but it, it just, it just got, got out of ugly. hand so yeah. quick. Got ugly, but he faces uh, – so I, I still like ha- uh, I still like James Harden. I keep saying Howard. It's hard to fade him. Yeah, it really it's hard is to fade ours. him. So $12,300. His price has gone up since he's returned from injury, but he faces a Miami Heat team that ranks 24th, slowing down opposing shooting guards. So you can't – it's tough to fade Harden. You're right. It's really tough to fade him. Uh, last guy here, uh, breaking news that just came through – or not breaking – just came through, but maybe like an hour ago. Uh, Darren Collison just had knee surgery, arthroscopic knee surgery. He's out two to three weeks. Uh, Corey Joseph now will be filling in the role for starting point card for the Indiana Pacers. He's priced at $3,200 right now. On Wednesday, he goes up against the New Orleans Pelicans, New Orleans Pelicans, who are the worst team in fan ball slowing down opposing point cards. Giving up so two. that's a great value play right there. We don't have a ton of data. I think I think Collison had only missed two games to this point. I was looking yeah. at this earlier, and Corey Joseph's numbers weren't fantastic. I think he had like one game he really – bottomed out he had like 13 and the other one he had somewhere around 24 but at that price it's worth giving it a shot especially in a good matchup against new orleans yeah and and the more we see the more kind of uh time I mean, we're gonna have a couple weeks to see how how this plays out i think yep. he's, there's a chance especially this week hit it early because his price will probably go up if if he starts performing well 
another guy too. What do, you, do you think they mix in Stevenson more? I mean, he handles the point a lot, and he's he's listed in uh, fan ball as a small forward, but he's got a lot of ball handling skills that he can. That That's can what use. I'm thinking too. I'm putting him into a couple lineups tonight. As a matter of fact, Oladipo's out tonight with but, Oladipo yeah. out. Uh, but start I, I could see. I mean, he's much more aggressive than Corey Joseph. Yeah. That's the thing too. Is even if he doesn't get quite as much run at the point as Joseph does, he looks for a shot a lot more. Uh, he attacks a lot more, yeah. which leads to assists, I think. So, so I think there's a chance to – I had noted that a little later on in one of my <laughs> sections to look out for Stevenson, too. Okay. Uh, so then we'll move to duds from Wednesday. I mean, I targeted it last week. I was spot on with LeBron on Saturday against the Rockets as a dud. He real, It was a big-time dud. I'm going to go back to it Wednesday. The Cavs, until they show me something – and until they can figure it out with between IT and LeBron on the, on the court together, uh, I'm going to put LeBron James as a dud on Wednesday. His price has actually come down. He was at 11800 last week, wasn't he? Yeah, and he'd down, been up over twelve at one point. Yeah, he's down to 11400 right now, and he faces the Minnesota Timberwolves at home. Uh, I know I've been hammering the T-Wolves defense has been bad since, bad since Teague's return, but until the Cavs can show you something, they're just such a mess right now. you gotta you got to bet against them. Yeah. Um. They're in the middle of a back-to-back, too, on that night. They're playing Orlando on Tuesday, and then they travel back home to play. They're in Orlando Tuesday, travel back home to play Minnesota or in Cleveland. One of those situations Minnesota where Wednesday. Minnesota will probably actually be in Cleveland before, before they are. Before the Cavs are. Mm-hmm. Yep, so they That's don't tough. Like, and they're an older team. They don't historically play well in back-to-backs. The T-Wolves are actually the third-best team defending small forwards. I think Jimmy Butler has the task of defending LeBron James. I think they move Wiggins on to JR. That it's would like make sense, Crowder, yeah. yeah. Butler's the best defender on that team, at least in terms of that guard forward position. And the last time these two teams played together on January 8th, LeBron only had 31 fanball points. Oof. He hasn't cracked 50 fanball points in his last three games. So don't like LeBron on Oof. Wednesday. Big time problems. In Aaron's Cleveland. got Thursday. All right, Thursday. Kyle Lowry going to be my stud at 7,600. Uh, going against the New York Knicks. He has recorded two double-doubles against the, uh, the Knicks this season in two matchups. One on rebounds, one on assists, so... Get it done no matter the way. And dating back to last season, that's now three straight double-doubles that Lowry has had against uh, New York, recording 49, 50, and 53 fanball points Ooh. in those games. Uh, Frank Nilakina's banged up right now. I would expect him to be back for that one. Um, he's going to miss Tuesday's game, but uh, not necessarily 100%. He's and, one of their better defenders at and, that position, and Jared Jack is... Ugh. And they lost uh, Baker. Or my That's boy, right. Ron, Ron Baker, dislocated his shoulder. He's getting surgery. Too bad. He was God, a better. That was a weird play. Yeah, that was very awkward. Yeah, he was actually a good defender for them. I mean, he, I know he doesn't do much offense. He just spots up at the three and hits him. But no, but you're right. He was serviceable a, defender. So absolutely. now they're down. If they're down Neil Aquina and they're de- and they're down Baker, yeah, who do they go to? Yeah, not Jack? a good situation. Ugh. And Lowry's been better than DeRozan in yeah. both of those games so far. So look for Lowry a little cheaper too. Uh, some other guys to maybe keep an eye on. I know J.K. was kind of giving them the business, and rightfully so, but Je- uh, Dennis Schroeder has a nice matchup against Orlando. Yeah. The Magic are just a mess defensively. Yeah. Payton's all – any time you have a point card, a, a good point card against Alfred Payton, you got to target him. There's no no rim def- protection really for Orlando, which is great for Schroeder because he loves to get to the basket. Not a great shooter, but he can get to the cup. Uh, Magic giving up 111 points per game over their last 15. <laughs> Uh, there are two matchups so far. Schroeder had one where he came just under his value at 35 fanball points, also went over in the second one at 46. So he's been at least close. He hasn't cratered anywhere in there. Uh, some other ones to keep, maybe keep an eye on. Paul George be playing in front of his hometown Lakers on Thursday. Oh, yeah. uh, as J.K. pointed out earlier, Lakers struggle to defend the forward position, especially the small forward. Uh, and in that same matchup, again, another one J.K. talked about, Jordan Clarkson against OKC with Roberson out. <sighs> Yeah, they've been awful. Weakness they lost there, the Lakers time. on Super Bowl Sunday. 
Yeah. Yep. That's a bad loss. Without Alonzo Ball, are you kidding me? Oh, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. That's awful. At home. Yes. Can't can't have that. No. How about that Hawks Orlando matchup? That's actually uh, the the tank the tank game. Tank game of the of the oh, year. Oh yeah, you're right. Hawks that are is. sixteen and thirty seven. Orlando's fifteen and thirty six. Both in the who basement. Who wants it less? Sacramento's sixteen and thirty six as well. So that'll be that could be. I mean, you got to think about it. You uh, you 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 get last by a game or two. You know what I mean? You look at this game and say, hey, we could have lost to them. You know, I don't know. Something if, to kind of think if, about. If I'm a fan of either of those teams, I desperately want my team to lose. <laughs> I desperately. I think so, too, yeah. I mean, I mean there's, you got there's to, no pride at this point. Especially for the Magic. It's been a disaster. I mean, the Hawks had some recent success a couple of years ago during the regular season. Yeah. But the Magic just hadn't, hadn't had anything in years. But and the thing with the Hawks, too, is the Hawks consciously came into yeah, this season. Came, everyone know, like, knew it. Yeah, like, okay, we're doing this. We're bottoming yeah. out. It's <laughs> where Orlando, like, I don't think that they necessarily had high aspirations. But they got off to a great start, though, remember? You got it, yes. Got off to that hot start, and, I don't know, you have all these – they've just been – they've been bad for so long. Yeah. Like, had so many high draft picks, and it's just – God, it's amounted to nothing. And even the guy – the one guy you arguably hit on, Victor Oladipo, he couldn't traded maximize him, his yeah. potential. Traded him before that. <laughs> now he's, that's got to burn them. Him, we yeah. talk about the OKC trade, but God, that's got to burn you up if you're a Magic fan. Yeah, absolutely. Cost his, cost that GM his job. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Unreal. Uh, my dud going to be Chris Stops Porzingis. <laughs> uh, his price is just way too high. Uh, Eighty seven hundred going against the Raptors, uh, staying in that matchup. His, his results so far against Toronto have kind of been a microcosm of his season. First game, he tallied just 26 fan ball points. In the second go-around, he notched 46, which is just above what he needs to hit his value uh, at 40, or excuse me, just below. He needs 47 to hit five and a half times his value. But he's hit that just twice in his last 10 games. Um, in both of those games, he got 18 points off of <sighs> blocks and steals. Like, that's just not... Uh, yeah. nine total blocks and steals like that's not tenuable like you're no. not you, you can't count on that Mm-mm. um it's just not not sustainable he doesn't get any assists really no enos canner's a better rebounder on the same team i mean he he just has to fill it up in order in order for him to really hit his value uh he really should be down closer to the seven five range um I, i've really just been fading him nonstop unless he's got an absolutely great matchup another head scratching loss yesterday uh next drop loss to the hawks speaking of the hawks yeah, it was great. By three. Things really breaking right now for Detroit. I tell you what, teams ahead of them losing, the teams who were right behind them losing. Man, it's an exciting time right now for it Detroit is. basketball. It is. But, yes, that's one where it's just how the hell do you lose to that Hawks team? That's awful. Uh, awesome. At home, too, right, in New York? Yeah. yeah. Just no Christ. excuse. No excuse at all. Uh, going into Friday, Ooh. hitting Ooh. on my boy, soon to have the jersey hanging in my closet, Blake Griffin, Detroit Pistons. Uh, going against the Los Angeles Clippers. I mean, oh, God, is this on national TV? It, it's not, but it friggin' oh, should God, be. That's a, God, it should be. It's do they have the flex uh, for NBA? I don't think they do. Unfortunately, that sucks. it's really too bad. That I'm, is much what that's must watch TV. Get man. yourself some league pass, folks. Oh. Even get the one. Team. I think you can. You, yeah, you can buy league pass has where you can just buy one game. You if you can. go on there, league that's pass right. thing, you can that's select right. games. I think it's like six bucks. Friday Six or night, seven bucks. get yourself a cocktail, yeah. get yourself a nice dinner, and pull up and watch Blake oh, Griffin no, take his former team. No, it is on ESPN. Oh, I got the schedule up right yeah. now. Yeah, 7 o'clock ESPN. Yeah, it's oh, on. Oh, beautiful. It must have flexed. 
Love LA it. at Detroit, 7 o'clock, ESPN. Yeah, it's Fantastic. on right now. Yes. I mean, I don't even think I need to sell Minnesota, this, really. Chicago's the next game. So Jimmy Butler going back to Chicago, at Chicago. Fantastic. Oh, so it's two, God. two good revenge games on Friday night. Yeah, Oof, nice. don't even can't, can't even go out on a Friday night. I guess mm-hmm. stay in, and, or, mm-hmm. or even Ryan Rosillo would, I guess, go drink at the bar and watch a little NBA. <laughs> Shouts, Ryan Rosillo. Uh-huh. Uh, it's hard to gauge the Clippers because of all their defensive metrics really are the result of also having Blake as part of their lineup yeah. in terms of guarding power forwards. So it's I kind of threw that out. There's really no reason to look at that. But you got to figure they're going to be using some combination of Danilo Gallinari and Tobias Harris <laughs> to guard him, which is a big-time stretch for either of them. Yeah. You'll have DeAndre Advantage guarding Blake. the rim. Yeah, big, big time. But he's watching these last two games. I mean, he definitely... He's he's doing his best to try and help stretch the court, uh, making a lot of smart plays in terms of passing. The the game against uh, um, sorry, blanking. Um, wow, I really cannot Miami come or up Memphis? With that. Miami, thank you. Jeez. Yeah, cannot come up with that. He had a monster first half. Didn't really look for it. Shot as much in the second half, which was kind of weird. He he went into the half with thirty fan ball points and finished with thirty nine. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that was a little strange, but I think he'll be super motivated. Um, but yeah, but Drummond had 67. He had 23 and 20. So yeah, Drum- Drummond is also maybe a you just kind of like ta- You just kind of seed him and let him take over. But in this one, I have to believe, I think there's a little bad blood there from Blake's end oh. that he that he hears via, via Twitter for a team that he was with for so long that he was promised to be, you know, Mr. Clipper and that they ship him out. Um, you know, he's taken well to Detroit. Uh, I don't think it's a situation where he's going to be pushing for a triple-double necessarily every night, but you look at his stat lines, 24-10-5, and 16-9-7 in his two games. He's he's stuffing the stat sheet. Uh, you hope for a few more points, and maybe that's 16, and I think he'll get it against L.A. Uh, a few other guys I like, CP3 going against Denver, who ranks dead last in fan ball points allowed to point guards. I know he takes a bit more of a hit than Harden does with the two of them in the lineup, but that's just such a juicy matchup. Uh, Hassan Whiteside against the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks, to their credit, they've dug themselves out. They're not the worst rebounding team in the league anymore. They're a little better over the past couple months, but they've obviously still got issues inside. Yeah. Uh, last two games, Hassan Whiteside's played against them, 41 and 58 fan ball points, double Ooh. doubles in both of those. Uh, as JK just alluded to a minute ago, Jimmy Butler playing his first game against the Bulls, making his first trip back to the United Center. Mm-hmm. That'll be really fun to watch. Don't think that's really a bad blood situation. I, I think that was pretty amicable how that ended for the most part. He yeah. wanted out. They they shipped him out yeah. to a good team. Um, but he, wasn't gonna, he wasn't going to re-sign with them. No, they yeah. knew it. He knew it. I, I don't think it ended nearly. I don't think there's a like trade, the, trade that worked out for both teams. Dunn, when it, right. he, he's been the concussion protocol for quite a bit now, but he was impressive when he got on the court. Levine's starting to come back from ACL surgery. Draft pick marketing looks, looks really nice right now. really nice. Um, but yeah. I still think yeah, human nature, you want to play well against yeah. your old team, a pl- place that you played for a long time. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't hurt that Chicago ranks 22nd in fan ball points allowed to shooting guards and 26th in defensive rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll just touch on this quickly since we already kind of hit it, but Corey Joseph and uh, Lance Stevenson, I-, I would just keep an eye on them kind of all week. I don't really love the matchup against Boston, but it's it's something to just monitor throughout the week. See who's playing more minutes, see who's taking more shots. Uh, can Corey Joseph get the assist to justify putting him into the lineup? Um, and 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 just you know, of course, keeping an eye on the matchup too. Boston, that might be kind of tough. Yeah. Uh, my dud is going to be Dwight Howard going against the Ooh. Utah Jazz in Utah. Ooh, the Warriors just had had a recent spell of our yes, of the usual did. playing Whew, in Utah. Time. Big time case of the uh, the Salt Lake Blues. Yeah, Salt Lake Blues. That, yeah, that's right. That's what we're calling it, Salt Lake Blues. 
Uh, Howard's been great lately, but of course, with that comes the price increase. Uh, Dwight up to 9000 or maybe even $9,100. Um, and that's not to say Dwight won't be able to pay this off some nights. I just don't see it in this one. It's the second half of a back-to-back. You got him going up against Rudy Gobert, of course, the uh, the French rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked about this in, in today's daily article on fanball.com. Uh you know, some of the league's best big men have had success against Gobert. Some of the elite Drummond put up 86 not too long ago. You've seen uh, Anthony Davis was the guy I was kind of tabbing tonight. He's had success against Gobert in the past. But while I think Dwight is still very good, I don't know that he's necessarily elite. Um, and on the second half of a back-to-back older guy, uh, I don't like him to hit his value around 50 fan ball points on Friday. Uh, and then I will flip it over to JK for our stud on Saturday. Saturday, I'm going targeting again the Brooklyn Nets and the big man. I'm going Anthony Davis. Oh yeah, Pelicans. Nine, uh, he's at, priced at eleven thousand six hundred dollars. So remember, a reminder, and remember that if you haven't picked up on it, Davis has now moved to the center position. Was at the power forward. Now the boogie's gone out. He's the starting center. So we've moved a more in fan ball from power forward to center. And since Boogie has gone down, uh, Davis has led the team in usage at 36%. Uh, that's over a four-game span. And in those same four games, AD has eclipsed 60 fan ball points three times out of those last four games. And the Brooklyn Nets are now the second-worst team slowing down opposing center. So I'm targeting the Nets every Got time to. I see a juicy juicy matchup oh, like okay. that. Drummond and Davis have to pay up the money. I know at least 11600 his price has gone up over the past, you know, four or five games since since he's been tearing it up without Davis well, he hasn't or without scored, Cousins. Sco- hasn't scored less than fifty six since Cousins yeah. went down. Yeah, so yeah, his price is going to go up and maybe up higher by Saturday, but definitely want to pay up for it in this matchup. A couple other guys to look out for on Saturday. Uh, Chris Middleton's been nice for Milwaukee. Yes, he he's has been. moved over to the shooting guard position now, with just some of the things they've the lineup changes they've got going on. Been banged up. Brogdon, yeah. Bledsoe, both missed some time. Deladova's out tonight with a sprained ankle. So yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be shorthanded potentially. So I like Middleton. They're playing against the Orlando Magic. We talked about it. They're awful against shooting guards. Friggin' Evan Fournier. Yeah, yep. gotta do it. The worst team against in fan ball slowing down opposing shooting guards. Bradley Beal's been really nice without John Wall. Carrying the load, man. Yeah, nine thousand six hundred dollars on fan ball right now. And over his last three games, he's gone over forty five fan ball points every time. That's pretty good. Assist numbers have jumped up too. He's had a couple games with like nine assists, nine assists. Really, he good. averages four on the year. So he's he's had twenty games now this year without John Wall. The lineup averages about three more shot attempts, about two more assists per game. Yeah. And that's over the last those last four, especially the assist numbers are. I oh, mean, for him, awesome. astronomical. Like, I mean, we're talking five plus assists, I think, in every game. Uh, he had nine, I think, uh, in the last outing. Seven before that. He's been really good. Eight, six, nine, five, seven in his yeah. last. Five games. Not what you're used to seeing from Bradley Beal. No. But he's he's stepped up to the plate. Yeah, he has big time. So yeah, he's he's got a nice matchup too on um, nine thousand. Who's he playing? Saturday on Saturday uh, on. I thought I had this written down. Slow. Oh, he's got Chicago. Chicago's oh, been yeah, a very beautiful. bad team slowing down shooting guards, like you talked about with Jimmy Butler. So yeah, definitely target Bradley Beal against Chicago on Saturday. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. going against the L.A. Lakers over the Lakers' last five games without Lonzo Ball. They're the worst team slowing down opposing point cards. Lonzo Ball is out on Tuesday. You know, remains to be seen what it, what it looks like on Saturday, but if Ball is out, definitely target Dennis Smith Jr. He has to be coming back, I would think, with a minutes restriction too anyway. Yeah. They're probably going right. to play it safe. 2025, you think, when he first comes back? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely look at Smith Jr. against the Lakers. And then Jamal Murray for Denver, 6,400. Faces an awful Suns team and ranks 28th and slowing down opposing point cards. <laughs> How do you like this? How do you like this? J.K., Wait, this is great. This is fantastic. J.K. 
is giving is gassing up Jamal Murray. I'm going dud Jamal Murray. How do you like that? Now, listen here. I like I uh, I got this is just a feeling. This is a total gut feeling because Phoenix sucks, right? We talk about yes. this all the time. You target you target guards against Phoenix. They're garbage. But <laughs> <I'm talking laughs> while we're while we're right about this a lot of the times, okay. guards shit all over Phoenix. Inevitably, some there's just some duds that happen. All right. So here's my thinking. The Nuggets play the Rockets the night before in Houston. This okay. is this is they're a, gonna want to ball after that game because they've been playing well. They this, beat yes. they beat Oklahoma City. They beat Golden State. Yes, this is they're a Denver team that wants some validation. They're clinging on to the eight seed right now, but they've played very well. Their last four games they lost by one point to Boston, two points to San Antonio, and then the two big wins that you just talked about over OKC and Golden State. And they've done this all without Paul Millsap, guy that they were counting yeah. on being a key contributor. Yeah. They're a team. This is a very gassed up team right now, and I think they've got. They're out with something to prove. Jamal Murray, you know, he had some pretty big statements Ooh, after yeah. uh, after the Oklahoma City game about what he, how he envisions his game evolving and and what he wants to be in this league. So I think they throw everything they have, uh, you know, in that game against that Houston. Game against Houston. They're they're trying to go for that win, and that this this Saturday game becomes something of an afterthought. Next night you go from Houston to Phoenix. It's a nine o'clock game, uh, and. And I think I think somebody winds up lighting it up, but for what it's worth, Suns giving up twenty more fan ball points per game to shooting guards than point guards. Both terrible. Seventy one points per game to shooting oh, guards God, and fifty one to point guards. So neither of those numbers are great. But you've got Barton and uh, Harris on that team, both very capable scores. I think although the matchup on paper is fantastic, because of the circumstances before, this is really more of a gut feeling. The numbers don't are you know, they don't spell this out. But I think Jamal Murray winds up going a little bit below value, especially because I can see him getting up over seven thousand by the week's end. Okay, gotcha. If he yeah, he's at six thousand four hundred right now. Last time he played Phoenix on January nineteenth, put up thirty points, forty-five fan ball points. See, he like needs, like I said, the numbers are not in favor of me. It's the situation. He only needs, he only needs thirty at his current price. He only needs thirty-five to be a value, so he's well above value last time. But you know, that was a you're right. This a lot of it is stat statistical based. But then a lot of it is gut feeling, looking at the schedule and all that, and just how and and, it, and you're right. That's it. I didn't I didn't even look into that. I just kind of looked at the matchup, targeted Phoenix, and was just like, boom, this is it. But I didn't see who they played the night before. That's a good good pickup, Aaron. It's and and it could it, you know I I wouldn't fault you for putting Jamal Murray in the lineup because once it's still it's a great if he went off for fifty fan ball points wouldn't wouldn't shock me. But it's it's food for thought. Something to think about there. All right. uh, Sunday, I'm gonna go with Jonas Valanciunas of the Toronto Raptors. Great price. Love this price right now. Hopefully this doesn't come up too much. 5,600 against the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, averaging 33 fan ball points over his last 10 games. Just needs 30 to hit 5.5 times his value. Extremely reasonable. Um, he's scored at least 29 fan ball points in 8 of his last 10 games. Um, the only two games where he didn't were games that he played less than 20 minutes. Um, and as of late, last 6 games I believe he's played 20, 20 or more minutes in all of those. Uh, and with Dwight Howard in the lineup for Charlotte, you got to figure that they're going to have to have to put him on the court plenty to oppose him. Um, and kind of lost in in Dwight's resurgence recently, as well as he's been playing, is the fact that uh, Charlotte's given up the third most points to opposing centers over the last ten games, giving okay. up fifty per. Yeah, not defending uh, too well. No, not defending particularly well. I see a ton of time on the court, twenty-five to thirty minutes for Valanciunas. Only needs thirty fan ball points. Uh, very good value play there. Couple other guys, uh, Drummond against Atlanta is a no-brainer. Uh, team giving up the most fan ball points to opposing centers. Drummond toasted him for fifty-five fan ball points earlier this year. Uh, another situation where, like we talked about earlier, I think you could stack with Blake if you wanted to. They're just horrific up the middle. 
Um, Isaiah Thomas is going to be playing in Boston for the first time. I know yeah, Cleveland. I thought about it. I don't know. I just Cleveland's ass right now. He Isaiah Thomas specifically is just booty. I mean, he looks he awful. looks awful. And that's the Paul Pierce retirement jersey retirement night too. But I I mean Jesus, pride has to kick in at some point. I mean, for LeBron going back against Kyrie, for Isaiah, the team that traded him, and all the shit that he had to say around the time of it and the disrespect that he felt. I mean. That's another one where nothing on the court right now says to me that this is a good situation, but where where does pride kick in and where did you have to at some point just draw a line and say, you know, this is the best team in the East right now in Boston. At least it looks that way at the moment. Uh, you know, show up, show up, show something. And uh, I'm not sure. What is Isaiah priced at right now? I'm actually not. I, think it's, uh, uh, here, I got the, I got the um, thing open. 7,400. So that's not. Yeah. Not spectacular, but it's also not through the roof, and I don't see that really going up through the week either. I don't think you're going to pay much more than that. Something to think about. And I'll give it over to JK for our dud. Uh, dud, I'm going to go Chris Paul Sunday against the Dallas Mavericks at $9,600. With Harden's return, Harden back to doing his normal things, triple-double. Uh, Paul's value has taken a little bit of a dip. Or his production, excuse me, his production has taken a little bit of a dip. He needs 52 fan ball points to be of value at his current price of $9,600. And he's only eclipsed 50 fan ball points three times his last 10 games. Out of those three times, twice would have been over 52 for value. And he played the Mavericks just recently on January 24th. He was 3 of 12 from the field, registering only 30 fan ball points. It wasn't, there's not a ton of matchups I didn't like here. I'm just putting yeah, Paul here. Too. Yeah, Paul's just, I don't know, he has been kind of meh since, since Harden's come back. So, uh, dud on Sunday, Chris Paul. All right, on to our 3v3. I've just been getting my ass kicked up and down the fantasy court. Three in a row now for JK, which I believe ties our longest longest streak. Uh, Shout out to my guy, Jared Allen from Brooklyn, baby. Double-double, 40 female points. Didn't that make so four games? Absolutely great He was like 3,700. Dinwiddie was okay. Paul George had a a 60-point game to counter your 60-point CJ McCollum game, which was massive. I think George had like 43 points. And then a, a couple of rebounds and assists to go along. To he's make been it picking 60. up recently. Who, George? George, yeah. from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, for sure. He's He's been tenable. Sure. Somebody I'm actually keeping an eye on again. Yeah, so JK, three in a row. Uh, still has to get some peppers. Maybe next week with this stupid beard, my Ehrlich That's right. Bachman I go, beard. I, yeah. I, didn't have a ch- I was going to go to the grocery store and get some, but I didn't have a chance today, unfortunately. Make it spicy. I mean, God knows uh, I had no mercy for you. <laughs> I know, uh, right? I got to get payback. I know. Three- I should be more motivated. You're right. I should, be, should go out and find out. Should be traveling to foreign countries and bring the bagpipers over the weekend. <laughs> All right, lead or three-time defending champ JK, give us okay. your lineup. So we got a couple teams playing four times this week, uh, starting tomorrow. So my guard is going to be Kent Bazemore for Atlanta. Uh, I like the way he stuffs the stat sheet. He's at priced at five thousand four hundred dollars. He's going against Memphis. That's not a great matchup, but then his next two games against Orlando, against Evan Fournier, who's terrible, and then again Cleveland, who's terrible defending shooting guard. So I'm really targeting those two matchups. Then he finishes the week against the Detroit Pistons. So I really like those two matchups between Orlando and Cleveland. My forward, I couldn't find a forward. You found you went heavy, you went uh big time guard. I couldn't find a forward that I liked a lot. I went Jalen Brown. Boston Celtics were playing four times this week at Toronto, at Washington, at home against Indiana, and then again on Sunday against Isaiah Thomas. That's a nice matchup against Cleveland. Uh so I got Jalen Brown. He's been a, up and down. Hasn't been I wasn't in love with that pick. I'm, not, I'm you, still not. You kind of honestly hope that there's uh, no good forwards. Like I, there was just no good forwards that were playing four times a week, f- 
four times this week. Now, I thought about going Otto Porter for three times. Yeah, he's been really good. He's Boy, been nice. Really. And I had just enough money left to get him, but I, this, I needed that extra game. Needed that extra game. But Porter's been nice, but yeah. So I just went with Brown because he's playing four times this week. And then, But I really liked Horford this week. And he goes at Toronto, at Washington. Gortat's not that good. Uh, versus Indiana and versus Cleveland, who's got no center right now. I think Tristan Thompson's defending. He's been terrible. Miles Turner's still banged up. He's out again tonight. Who is? Miles Turner for Indiana. Is he really? Yeah, wow. So there you go. So Indiana's Turner's been up and down. So I like those couple of those matchups that Al Horford has. And he's my big man priced at $6,600. So, so that's what I'm rolling with. Two Celtics and a Hawk. What do you right. got going this week? All right. Before I give my lineup, I'm going to propose something. What do you got? Uh, for for our next week's competition, or that'll just be... competitions going forward, actually. Okay. Next week won't really, it won't be an issue next week. But competitions going forward. The one thing I don't like is in weeks like this with the four games, it really limits. Like, it, it was, what do we have? Three teams who play four times? Houston, Boston, Atlanta. And yeah. so now and you No, have... Cleveland was one of them, too, actually. But you, okay. yeah, but who are you gonna pay? Who are you gonna get? LeBron James is like, like eleven thousand four, and then Isaiah, Isaiah six, seven thousand. I would have taken Love if he was not hurt, but right. but I mean, who else are you gonna pay? I thought about Channing Fry. Thought about it, Mister Fillets. <laughs> thought about it. He's been seeing some playing time. He's had a couple duds recently, but he had a good one against uh, uh, against Miami where he had like twenty. I, points I would up. propose we do one of two things: that we either take out the four te- teams playing four games or limit it to, to one. one per person. Let's do one. I, I like that. That way those teams are still in play. Yeah. But that way, it, it, the only thing that just takes, is, it takes away some of the strategic element of like, I'm looking at other guys who, you know, like Zipser's a guy I might have liked. Like there's some interesting values out there that we have to leave out because you just can't give up that fourth game with the, with the setup. I mean, that's how we have, that's, you know, we've never established a rule. So you yeah. you have to go for three So you want to get rid of four, four games entirely? I, no, I think we, I think one guy's fine. Okay. I think, but we just limit to you. Each person can take one, and then the other two have to be okay. three. And that that way, it just opens the pool up more. I think it makes yeah, it a little right, bit I was more, like four, more I dynamic. Was, I was almost like, God, I don't even want to take Brown, but I have to because he's he's all that's left. Right, and that was the way I felt. I'd taken Ryan. You have to go. Yeah, have to go three guys with four games, which is what I did here. So I got CP three. I'm banking on he's got some really great matchups. Yeah. JK is 100% right that uh, he doesn't perform as well with Harden in the lineup, but he's got Brooklyn, Denver, and Dallas this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the potential is definitely there for big things, and I need it because I'm paying 9600 for him. Uh, went Jason Tatum at forward, and like JK said, that's really it's more just a result of there's it's there's no great picks there uh, given the given the teams that we had, which is uh, Atlanta, yeesh, uh, Boston, uh, Atlanta. Houston. Or excuse me, I said Atlanta, Houston, and, and Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, and then finally at center, I went Dwayne Dedmond uh, from Atlanta, 3,400. Uh, he's been getting a little more run recently. Double-double a couple nights ago, didn't he? Yep. Uh, Get some matchups against Orlando and Cleveland, which I really like. The Detroit one is going to be very tough for him, and Memphis against Marc Gasol isn't great. But he gets the two sandwiched in the middle of there. Orlando, banged up, don't really have a lot of big guys left right now. And uh, Cleveland, of course, who's getting murdered on the inside. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we sign off, uh, watch trade deadlines approaching. So, yes. folks, make sure you're reading the daily articles that me and Aaron and Greg are doing on Fanball.com. Absolutely. Uh, while we were, I got Fantasy Labs NBA open up here while we're doing the podcast. Uh, Tyler Zeller from Brooklyn Nets just got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, interesting. interesting. Kind of sizing up their paint. You talked about they were the last rebounding team earlier in they've, the show. They, earlier in They're, the year, they've, they've moved. They've up. moved up a little bit. Yep. But that's bringing in a little bit of depth behind Henson there, I think, because Henson's still going to be the starting center, but. Without, or maybe they they yeah. can't go they can't go Henson Zeller and Giannis can they no that's too much that's too no. big no no 
But Zeller brings a little bit of more, I guess, more size off the bench, I guess. Yeah. That's interesting because you'd heard potential rumors about Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. And whether Miami is even. Or Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Good right. Milwaukee, yeah. It, so it'll be interesting to see whether they're just done at this point. But that maybe that's just kind of a much less commitment. You don't have to give up as much, obviously. Yeah. Uh, they only gave up Rashad Vaughn. Yeah. That's throwaway. Um, and to just try and tweak rather than go for a big overhaul. Yeah. This could be a big week for trades. Uh, so Zeller's a guy potentially could have value because he's what he's got to be like three thousand. Yeah, I think he's probably bottomed potentially. out potentially. I mean, directly he's, it. Code his brothers three thousand. Yeah, they're both both Zeller brothers at three thousand dollars. <laughs> Runs in the family. It's not, not, not a good. Not a good. Uh, hasn't been a good season. Well, Cody Zeller was hurt. He's had knee surgery, so he'll, he'll bounce back. I think he's coming back soon, if not already. But he's on a minutes restriction. Yeah, it'll yeah, be Tyler, one to keep an eye on. See Tyler what kind Zeller, of minutes 3, he gets. Tyler Zeller, 3,000, yeah. See, see what kind of minutes he gets. See, see what kind of production he has with that second unit. So just something to keep an eye on, fanball.com. Look for the daily articles. We'll be updating it with the trades and all that stuff. Every single day we got those dailies going up for you to help you win some more contests on fanball.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be live again next week on Periscope. Signing off, I'm Aaron Whitlock. He's J.K. Vaughn. Thanks so much for listening. Take care, folks.